Kings, it's Trevor, it's Avery, it's Pat, it's the Citywide Special. The Phillies' five-game win streak is snapped Wednesday afternoon in a tough loss to the Angels. Bryce Harper hits his 300th home run in the game. Trey Turner and Kyle Schwarber also remain hot during the homestand. While the offense is clicking on all cylinders, has the bullpen become a point of concern? The Phillies begin a road series against the division-leading Brewers Friday night. The Eagles finish the preseason with a loss against the Colts, and the 53-man roster comes into shape. Howie Roseman makes a trade for tight end Albert Okwenebaum. The Birds begin their 2023 campaign one week from Sunday against the New England Patriots. All is quiet on the James Harden front, while former Sixer Ben Simmons makes some interesting comments. All that and more coming up right now. How's it going, fellas? Pretty good, man. Another beautiful day in Philadelphia, South Philly. <clears throat> Phillies are running hot. Looks good. The city feels pretty nice. We got a nice big old moon outside coming out, so I can't complain. I'm feeling feeling pretty good. Yeah, life's good over here. We finally got these new chairs. Yeah, dude. These chairs Comfy are comfortable. Chairs. They rotate. Relax. Feeling good. I was panicking trying to get these chairs. Oh, up, man, uh, that was like Mission Impossible. Yeah, my dad ended up coming through. Shout out to my dad for oh, yeah. bailing me out, taking up to get those chairs so I didn't have to reschedule on the guy for a third time. So finally, the cushions nice. Finally, finally sitting in some nice. The armrests are nice too. Yeah, I like that. that... I don't have to worry about what to do with my arms. Anymore, I know. You know. I felt like I was in uh, what's that movie Talladega Nights where he's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. He's just sitting there like this, <laughs> shake and bake. But, no, it feels good. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, you know what else feels good? We got our fantasy draft, right? Mm-hmm. Feeling good about my team in spite of what Yahoo's AI had to say <laughs> about it. How y'all feel about yours? Well, Yahoo's AI said A-plus for me, which is always this little scary thing, I feel like, because that typically could be a bad yeah. sign. But, I mean, I got Lamar, Diggs, and Lamb. I feel pretty good about that, at least with the top three. Yeah, I feel pretty good about mine. My Yahoo gave me a, a D minus, I believe, <laughs> but they don't know what they're talking about. They're just computers. Yeah. They're not on our side. There's no heart in that message. They want to replace us, and uh, you know, I'm not going to let it happen. We're the Goober Brigade is, is riding into another season, firing off, ready, ready to ready to take it. Yeah, they get, ended up giving me a C, right, and. Uh... I was talking to you all about this off air before we started recording, but my team name is from Flacco to Flaccid uh, in honor of Audubon, New Jersey's very own Joe Flacco. <laughs> I think Bo Wolf of uh, The Athletic actually came up with the phrase from Flacco to Flaccid, but I liked it. But anyway, Yahoo's AI was pretty clever. They got jokes. They knocked me and gave me a C, but it says from Flacco to Flaccid has the honor of pick- had the honor of picking first. With the draft grade of C, it seems they may have let the pressure get to them. Projected to finish fifth with a record of eight and six, this team will have to work hard to prove that their draft strategy wasn't as, you ready for this, flaccid as their team name suggests. Their AI is clever, man. As much as I'm mad at them about the C, and I think that having the number one QB in Mahomes, number one receiver in Jefferson, and the goat kicker in Tucker, I earned a yeah, little more than a C. Right there. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'll give them credit. They got jokes. C's get degrees, baby. I mean, yeah, there you go. Can't beat that. So, yeah. Yahoo's AI, despite your comments, I'm feeling good. I'm ready to talk with y'all about whatever we yeah. got going on here. You went to New York last weekend, right? We switched places. Yeah. Yeah. I was up week. in New York last weekend. 
I put some stickers up. And you some... were in New York. I got the chairs. Everything's back to its normal equilibrium. Yeah. Yeah, we got the chairs. That's the important thing. Big, big setup. We got coasters now, too. Yeah. Yeah, look out for those at the, the local establishments. Got to get them to some of those. And, uh, yeah, I put some stickers up in some bars in New York. I know there's a lot of transplants up there that are from Philly. So hopefully yeah. some of y'all are listening or will start listening soon. Should have stopped into Woji's in uh, Grant Village, put some up in the bathroom I wasn't or anywhere near there, but <laughs> yeah. hey, next time. So should we get uh, <laughs> dive into the fills here? Yeah. Hitting hit season continues. Hitting season, baby. I mean, more so than, than usual. That was a remarkable run right there in August, I will say. Even though they ended it with a loss, they still hit, what, yeah. three or four home runs today? I mean... The guys are just ended with fifty nine on the month franchise record. I think it's like it's an NL record top, too. Yeah, I think I said it was. I don't know third in baseball history or something for a month. It's yeah, the top. Were. It's the most in NL league history in a single month. Yeah, I, I think the Rays had fifty nine, and I think the Braves had fifty seven as well. And uh, the Yankees had. They hold the record, I think, for they had like seventy in a month or some shit. Yeah, like that. in twenty nineteen, yeah. where Aaron Judge went crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But incredible. I mean, and it it's kind of blends itself to our biggest whole thing about this team all year was about consistency. We weren't afraid of, ah, these guys suck or this team isn't going to make it to the playoffs. We thought they were going to crawl into the playoffs. But, you know, it's good to see Aaron Nola chirping a little bit. He was like, yeah, man, I love, like, this is the time of year where August is, you're playing for the playoffs. And it, he even started to look pretty good, too. Had a couple of good shutout innings uh, in this stretch against the Angels and prior to that. But, the hits, I mean, these bats are just incredible to watch. I mean, they're down by two, down by three, down by four. It it seems as though no matter how long, how much they're down by, they always have a chance to come back and win it. Yeah, there was a time earlier in the season where they go down like that, and you're like, oh, this is a backbreaker. Yeah. Or, or Who's going to wake up and get the big this? hit? And now you're kind of just like, yeah, we got this. Yeah. We're coming back. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, you remember the, the 07 to like 11 Phillies? Oh, uh, yeah. How yeah. that mm-hmm. team was just never out of it. It's kind of the same thing. That team would pull off these crazy comebacks when they're down six runs and they come back and win. We've seen that from from this Phillies team. The thing I was thinking about with this 57 home runs in August is I'm surprised those 07 to 11 Phillies never did that. I understand it was a different era of baseball, but you had Ryan Howard hitting 40 to 50 home runs to almost 60 home runs in 06. Utley was in his prime, Pat Burrell, Jason Wirth. Rollins had a couple years. He had 25, 30 dingers. It's crazy you know that to think that. squad had like four players with 20-plus home runs, like with Ibanez and mm-hmm. Howard, Utley, Rollins, yeah. I think, all had at least 20. Yeah, it's crazy to think that team never accomplished this, but I don't know, man. Yeah. Whatever. Different eras. It's been a lot of fun to watch. Our boy Trey Turner. <whistles> Ever since we had the episode Trey Turner for President. Or for prison. For prison. Yeah, for yeah. Prison. yeah not for <laughs> now, prison. Yeah, now it's for Which prison. Which honestly could be, uh, you know, whatever, but that's a whole different topic. Yeah, I mean, I would like to think that it was both the standing ovation and our tough love that really got things kicking off for him. His you know, mom got need, that ball rolling first. His mom did that shit first with that phone call. She's like, stop being a little bitch. Start playing <laughs> some baseball. And then we start talking shit, and then yeah. we had to give him a little bit of love. I guess he hits a little soft, but it worked out. Whatever, ha- whatever clicked. It clicked, and I feel like it's a blend. I feel like when you bring up the old Phillies team, like they were more of a – they scored a lot. They weren't a big home run hitter like this team is, but they were great at small ball, getting people on base, just getting people in in that way. This team, 
we were relying so much on like Stott and Baum and Marsh to kind of be the juice of the lineup. And now it's nice to see that like, holy shit, it's finally panning out. Like kudos to Rob Thompson for staying true to it. He made that one switch with Turner to move him up and down here and there, but it's working out. Guys are getting on base later in the lineup and can hit every now and then. And then by the time Schwarber comes up or Turner or Harper, you got two men on, even if it's two outs, there's a chance to have a a multi-run home run, which you know, before it was Schwarber coming up and it'd be a single home run or Harper coming up with a single dinger. And like, you know, those are great here and there, but people just yeah, get on base. You had uh, two, three on home runs in the same inning. Yeah. You, they've had multiple games in this last stretch where they've had almost a six or seven run inning. Yeah. I feel like I forget what the stat was, but Mac Elb tweeted this out recently. Uh, the Phillies in like the first four months of the year, had something crazy like one three-run home run. Yeah. They have yeah. nine in like their last 25 games or something like that. Yeah, just, just tons of uh, Kyle Schwarber <laughs> solo home runs. It's just fun to see. I mean, you knew Schwarber was going to hit dingers. It's good to see the rest of the lineup hit. Clearly, Harper's power is all the way back. I yeah. mean, yeah. he is looking like the MVP he was last year, feeling pretty – it's the most confident I've seen him at the plate all season. But I think it also goes to the fact that the team is just having fun. I mean, they're mm-hmm. not worried about the score. They're not worried about who's on the mound. They're not worried about who they're playing. Granted, they've had a pretty easy schedule. They're not playing anybody tough right now. But I mean, the Giants coming into that series, that's our wild card competition. For sure. I mean, you, you know have I mean? one in there, but it's not like you're playing solid, solid teams the whole time. But they're just playing relaxed, good baseball. And it's just amazing to see. I love it. It's just fun. Yeah, Again. the vibes are back, man. They're like the, uh, you know, the just the feeling around that team last year during that postseason run was pretty wild. And, you know, throughout most of the season, it was like, damn, that just that like magic is just not there. There's just something yeah. missing. And I feel like the past couple of weeks, it's like, damn, Phil's are back. Yeah. Like for real this time, yeah. they're actually back. It was, I feel like people have said that like eight times this season when they had like one or two good oh, we've games. Been, we've been on it. Yeah. We ourselves on but this like, pod yeah, have been I think on at all. this point, they've been able to sustain it for long enough that we can say that they are uh, truly back. We're all the way up and it feels good. Yeah. Yeah. So I got some statistics I wrote in my notes because my, my thing is, well, I'll get to my thing is, but I'll read off these stats. First, we'll get the offense. So second in batting average, these are National League. They're second in batting average. They're third in OPS, fourth in home runs, fourth in runs scored. Pitching, they're fifth in ERA. Like two days ago, they were second. It tends to fluctuate every day, but they're not far from the top of the, the league in ERA. Third fewest walks, third most strikeouts, and overall, they're fourth in run differential. In their last 75 games... They're four, this is coming into today, 49 and 26, which is a 105 win pace over the whole season, right? But whenever I put on TV, anyone's talking about the Braves. Yeah. yeah. Why isn't anyone talking about the Phillies? I mean, I will say if you look, I mean, if you look at the, the Phillies run differential is what, like 70 something. Mm-hmm. I was looking at it yesterday. You want, you know what the Braves run differential no, is? Oh, it's crazy. Like no, 200 It's like something. 230 yeah. some shit. It's fucking nuts. So, like, I mean, they have earned the accolades. Like, I can't really take it away from them. Uh, I hope they stumble again in the playoffs and we can sneak by them again. But, like, holy fuck, that team is pretty pretty unbelievable. Well, we saw that, though, last year. We had two, you know, 100-plus yeah. win teams, They're, and they both choked in the playoffs. Where yeah, I'd rather happens. us be 
kind of in our same and we said this all year too on the podcast we're like we'd rather them be coming in kind of scrappy on the bottom but for a while that we were like all right don't be too bad like we want you to still have some kind of life and yeah. now they're kind of they're coming in they they couldn't be there's no hotter team right now and the Braves are a consistently good team and I'll give them that but I think that there's no hotter team right now in baseball than the Phillies I mean they're just completely demolishing teams I mean the Phillies have the second most wins in baseball since June 1st and they're only like five games back of the Braves since June yeah. 1st we were 12 at one point or 13 I mean it was bad well no no I mean since June 1st yeah, if yeah, we yeah. ignore the first month of the year yeah. if you were to look at records the Phillies are still five wins behind the Braves since June 1st but that's not that big of a gap compared to the 12 or 13 games in the standings. No, and they're playing better than that gap. I mean, it's it's just great to see a whole team come together like that. And I think the biggest takeaway in this last stretch, the home runs are fun to see and the offensive power we knew was going to be there. But it is really nice to see Aaron Nola kind of get not his swag oh, all our, the way back. Our but boy. I will say we All been, our boy. Yeah, we've been running shit on this guy all year. Rightfully so. He hasn't really looked confident or looked like he really cared about pitching or looked like he cared about really anything at all. Um, but this last series, he looked good. I mean, he had a great game. He was chirping a little bit to the media, a little bit about stuff, how the team feels, how he feels. Like, there we go. Like, just show some kind of life. And it was good to see him kind of get in that mindset. Like, okay, he's a little clicked in and, and does want to still win. Um, but I guess he just needed that little taste of, I don't know, CPP. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, Wheeler's looked good. Walker's um, consistent. You know, Walker is what it is. He'll, he'll give up some runs and load the bases, but he does get himself out of jams. Somehow leads the majors and wins. Yeah. So <laughs> can't can't be too mad about it. No. Yeah. I mean, I guess Chris Sanchez didn't look great. Rangers hurt. Lorenzen, since the no hitter, has looked so so. But at the same time, once you make it to the playoffs, you aren't going to need more than your top three or four starters anyway. You're only going to need your fourth number four starter to go through the lineup once, if mm -hmm. that. And you got Citizens Bank at home in the playoffs. I mean, it's a different animal in there. Yeah, I will say uh, that Angel series, you know, Shohei Otani got a little got a little taste of the CBP atmosphere. It's like, uh, do you like what you see, sir? You like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like maybe this could be you, my friend. Uh, Dude, the Philly fanatic was messing with him all series. Did uh, the Angels yeah. even have a mascot? Uh, I'm going to say no. If they do, it's probably something really stupid because I can't even think of it. Yeah, it's no Philly fanatic. It's like, yeah. show, hey, you want to come play in front of the best fans and become boys with the best mascot in all sports, man? I That team would be, whew, wow. I don't want to think about it. I mean, even if he can't pitch, yeah, like, it no, doesn't seem still... like it. It seems like there's a good chance he doesn't pitch again. Yeah. He's still an incredible hitter. Yeah. And, like, I have a hard time believing that he's not that, like, he's extremely athletic where you could probably put him in, like, I don't know, left Any field. spot, really. You could put him anywhere, I feel like, on the you field. You could probably put him in center. I mean, he's big, he's strong, he's fast. He probably play. he's got a strong arm. Yeah. Although, I guess he can't really throw if he has UCL. Yeah, I mean, you're going to end up with, like, We're another, have like, another DH. situation. Yeah, you have, like, yeah. Still going to have uh, Schwarber playing left field yeah, right, yeah, one yeah, way or another. <laughs> Never. Well, I don't know how we would make that happen. but Yeah. But hey, yeah, it's we would make it work for him, though. I think yeah. You, you, anyone should. Yeah. yeah. Do what you have to do. Are we concerned about Craig Kimbrell? Yes. I'd say, yeah. Little. Ever since he pitched uh, like a thousand pitches in the fucking All Star game, he's <laughs> just not yeah, he like, blew, like the same guy. Blew that save right after that. 
Yeah. Yo, so some more I did stuff. feel bad today. I mean, he should have gotten that save and won today. If um, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I guess I was kind of technically a wild pitch. But I was like, I don't know. Real Muto I feel like Real Muto stops that. that. Yeah. yeah. And then... And then, like, the game should have ended with him striking out Shohei Otani, which, like, what a way to end that series right. that would have been. But, uh, yeah, it all gets spoiled by uh, that. Dude, the fuck it. Like, how often do you even see that happen? Pass ball on a strikeout, guy gets the Where first Where he actually base. gets uh, Yeah. Like, barely ever happens. And, of course, this time it costs us the game. Eh. Was, ugh. I mean, all we need to do is keep winning series. Would it be nice to sweep? Yes. But yeah, to take two out of three and most series i'm cool with um but yeah to answer your question about kimbrell yeah i'm concerned he's one in three in august with a 5.73 era his whips like 1.27 and he's blown two saves i think he's uh given up a couple home runs as well so yeah that's not great um well, down I, month i think new month i'm not i'm not overly concerned about kimbrell hmm not yet. I'm not overly concerned, but I'm I'm slightly concerned. We'll put it that way. Yeah. I mean, it seems like he's still got the stuff to strike people out. I mean, I think that inning he pitched today, I think, I don't know, he had like two strikeouts. He should have had like three, I guess, but like whatever. I guess that technically still is a strikeout for him, even though a guy on Yeah, strikeout wild yeah. pitch, yeah. You still get it. But like, yeah, it's like he still has got the, the stuff, it seems like, but. I don't know. It seems like once, like every once in a while, it's like velocity might be down a couple ticks. There's controls just and off. Just, yeah, and like when he when he misses a spot like that, he, he is hittable, which is kind of scary. And you know, I don't think there's. I can't imagine a scenario where uh, Topper takes him out of the closing role. It just doesn't seem like his thought. Like he's, he's a committed person to, that way. Yeah, I mean, Kyle Schwarber is not coming out of the leadoff spot no matter no. what. It seems so. It's like I don't really see. Uh, Thompson making changes in the you know bullpen roles or whatever. So hopefully he can figure it out. Certainly do not want to see any blown saves in the playoffs. That'd be really brutal. Well, he's got a one or two, you know a couple more series here. I mean, you've seen almost everybody on the lineup kind of going through a lull, and Thompson's been very committed to either swing through it or play through it, and you know it'll it'll work itself out. Hopefully he's you know. The timeline for him to figure this shit out is definitely diminishing, but I think that that sense of confidence has to help at least a little bit that way. The fact that you don't get sure. moved around a lot, and as a pitcher too, I feel like you really can't. You know, they're a little bit soft that way mentally. I mean, look at Nola all year. Yeah. I feel like you, yeah. you touch that guy's lineup, he he would just jump off the Ben Frank. But I think that <laughs> I think that you just gotta rock with it. Yeah, it's uneasy for sure. Um, Maybe a point of concern a little bit, but I'm really not too worried about Kimbrough. I think he's going to straighten it out, you know, in the next week or two, get back right. I mean, we'll see soon enough, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make too much out of it. Yeah, what I'm kind of hoping is right now. I think the Phillies are four games up on the Cubs. Yeah, for the wild card, is that we get to the last week of the season and the Phillies are just locked into that number one in the wild card. Yeah. And you can kind of just tell Kimbrel to rest up for the playoffs. And even yeah. now, I would start to consider, like, yeah, it's a safe situation. You might get three batters. Would, it, would it be nice to use him? Yes, but he's throwing a lot of innings. He's an older guy. Maybe give him a break every now and again. He's not going to want it. But as a manager, sometimes you just have to do what's best for your team. So I think concerned, yes. Not overly concerned, just a little bit 
and Thompson's just kind of kind of got to manage the bullpen through this and kind of try to get these guys some rest where he can. Yeah. Um, which probably isn't going to be this next series. This is one of the few series they have left that's against a contending team. The Brewers have been yeah. playing good ball. Could be yeah. a little playoff preview. Yeah. Depending on how the seating works out. Big time. Yeah, the Brewers, they got some pitchers. They got, what's his name? I think he's starting Devin off Williams, the guy, yeah. the, the closer, uh, is that yeah. nasty changeup. They got Corbin Burns. So he owned us. Yeah, he's Philly. great. Mm-hmm. They got Woodruff. Um, I think that might be it as far as the pitchers I can think of. But also they have Kristen Yelich who always kills us. So, But they haven't played us when the whole team's hot like this, though. So we're a different, you know. We've also done most of this at home, though. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a little nervous about this series. I'm not going to lie. Rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, it's the first test they've had in couple series here for a minute so i get it but as long as they win the series that's all we need yeah i mean their their records like right about even with them too so i feel Mm -hmm. like it's a good little gauge kind of an even matchup and they know that they know what's at stake right now they know that they're the season's coming to an end regular regular season wise and they know that they're playing a really good team coming up who's also playing their ass off to try to keep themselves in the game too so it's exciting to finally see a good series with a good team, that is. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what we'll see what they can produce. Uh, we got anything else in the fills? I mean, a good segue if we're going to segue into the Sixers at all, or the Birds first. Uh, I get. I mean, there's not a whole lot to talk about with the Sixers, so we could like bang that out real quick. Yeah. I mean, it kind of quasi Kimbrell. Uh, Nick, oh, Nurse, yeah, Nick Nurse, yeah, came Nick out. Nurse was, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, let's that, do the Sixers. He did the, uh, he did yeah, the Kimbrel Nick thing. Nick Nurse throws out the first pitch today. Does the Kimbrel stance? Maybe that was going to throw off or maybe, help Kimbrel's mojo, but it seemed that it did not. So yeah, Nick Nurse off to just about it. Nick Nurse, what if he jinxed him? He's off to a yeah. terrible start in Philadelphia. I heard some booze in the crowd too. I feel like <laughs> really, <laughs> I don't think it was necessarily. It was really funny. There was one inning where they brought him into the broadcast booth. I don't know if you guys were able to watch the game today. I had it on for bits during work they they brought uh nick nurse into the broadcast booth to like you know interview him during an inning like they do sometimes and it was a six pitch inning like they barely got to say anything to him and it was like oh well sorry it was a very quick inning but uh good luck with the sixers i was like i don't know why they couldn't have just brought him back for the next they do that a lot i know sometimes they do but it was just like no that's it sorry bud you're gone (laughs) and you like he seems like the the kind of guy that would have wanted to come back for another half inning I mean, it's a tough booth right there. McCarthy probably could have asked some questions, but I highly doubt Crook is going to be grilling about no, Sixers No, Crook's a stuff. Sixers guy. Oh, yeah, Crook. Is he big time? Last night, yeah, like last night's Sixers game, fan. Crook was talking about the Sixers a lot during the game. Mm-hmm. Well, he'll be back in there, I'm sure. But hopefully not doing that Kimbrel shit, because that was not – and the pitch was way off. What was it? I didn't see where he Terrible pitch. pitch. Hey. Good form, though. He did look – he had the Kimbrel thing down for sure. But he, He's a basketball coach. I don't think that they usually make for great pitchers. Well – but that's all I had really for the little segue tidbit there. Yeah. So nothing really going on with James Harden. Don't think uh he is he has not signed with a Chinese team yet. Uh you know, nor has he been traded. Pretty much nothing to say there. No. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing, nothing else <laughs> nothing with James Harden. Nothing else going on with this with the actual Sixers team. Nothing going on with the team either, no. other than Nick Nurse throwing out the first pitch. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. dead, dead part of the dead part of the year. But 
a former Sixer. <laughs> former certain Avery's, point guard for the Sixers. Avery's man. My boy. Yeah. <laughs> Said some interesting things. Uh, what was this yesterday? I think, uh, ben Simmons, I think it was yes. Yeah, it was yeah, yesterday. It, it, it went public, yes. The news yeah. went public yesterday. It might have been the day before. But I got some of the quotes pulled up here. Yeah. So, what did Ben Simmons say? In an interview with Mark Spears of Anscape, Simmons said the following. When asked about leaving the Sixers, he said it was good timing. Obviously, the injuring and everything that was going on didn't help. But I think it gave me a chance to really appreciate it. I'll always have love for Philly. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People always ask me, like, if you were to get traded again, where do you want to be? I always say, just Philly. Philly is a second <laughs> home to me. And in time, you learn and grow as people. I don't really have anything bad to say about Philly. It was a crazy situation at the end, but it is what it is. Simmons then said his plan this season is to quote-unquote dominate people. I don't intend to come back the same player I was last season because that's not even close to where I am. I get excited because I'm like, damn, I would shit on the player I was last year. But I know where I was last year, so it's easy to say that. But it's just fun to go and do the thing that you love when you're out there. That's really it to me. I don't really ask for too much. Sometimes I think about my recent struggles. I'm like, damn, that's a lot. Sometimes I sit down and break it down. That was exhausting. <laughs> that I was having to deal with all that. But I feel like there are different situations you can handle, and this is a good test for me. How much worse can it get? So with all that said, man, he seems like he's in a good mental headspace. We obviously know this James Harden bullshit. Would you trade James Harden back to the Nets for Ben Simmons and picks? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just for I mean, maybe just for entertainment value alone. If you're not really, if you're kind of like, if you're kind of out on the Sixers and feel like you know, a lot of people at this point feel like the window's closed and like this is not going to happen. Process is over. Process yeah. is over. This is too fucked up. So pretty much all you have at this point is just. Uh, yeah, yeah, just uh, just chaos. Let's just let's just let's go all Fuck in it. on the chaos. So by that uh, that measure, maybe, but um, I mean honestly, like not really. I think it's, I guess the only the only like actual real argument I could see someone making is like, well, they have Nick Nurse now. Maybe he could find a good way to use him or whatever. But the vibes would just be so fucking weird. Oh, Embiid and bad. would want to throw him into a yeah, wall. There's dude. just no way. Could not happen. No, I would not. It's not worth it. I mean. You'd rather have James Harden just be furious at him? Yeah, at least that, like, you know, whatever. I mean, yeah, I would rather have, it's like the lesser of two evils. Fuck it, give me Harden. Like, I don't know. Like, at least with Harden, he plays. I mean, Ben Simmons making the comment about I would destroy myself last year. You didn't even play last year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> did, did, what? Did that, I could have played, we, I could destroy your Did that article say anything about him coming back in the best shape of his life? <laughs> Right. The quotes didn't say it, but I'm sure that was yeah. he alluded to Best it. Best shape was life. He's in the gym, yeah, bouncing, so, dribbling two basketballs at once, shooting, doing all this. Yeah, shooting, shooting threes shooting when no threes one's defending, no one defending him. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's that Ben Simmons shit. Also, like to say that you still have love for Philly, and I would love to come back. Like that's, I think, the biggest factor to me that like yeah that dude is mentally unwell like he does have some issues i know because i was like no I, thought, one... I thought this was all bullshit but you know there may have actually <laughs> there may have been something to this this man is I not think there well. were people that weren't even from philly or in the philly area that understood how much we hated this guy and for him to 
not go that far just to Brooklyn and then act like that all didn't happen. My man must have really had to just, I don't know if he went to therapy or was doing some Aaron Rodgers shit in a dark room and just they taking did, a lot of acid. But They did one of those like hypnosis yeah. things where he, he just like erases all this stuff from his mind. Gone. He's like, I don't even understand what the big deal was in Philly. Like I, everything seemed fine and I just ended up here somehow. I don't really know <laughs> that how of I ended up yeah. here. That in and of itself, I don't want a guy like that where you can just forget about that. Like, at least address the fact that, yeah, man, that shit was... If he had said it differently and been like, wow, I, I hate how it ended. Like, that was rough. This and that could be yeah. different. But the fact that you were just like, no, it's all good. Nothing happened. Like, what do you mean? What Like, that was a whole year saga. You were on the team for a long time. We were ripping you to pieces. You left. We still hated you. You would come back and sit on the bench with an opposing team. And people bought more tickets just to see you and boo you. Knowing that you weren't even playing, <laughs> and you're gonna say that well, I'll have love for the for yeah. the Philly. It like, would be what? one. It would be one thing if, like, after he went to Brooklyn, and we saw if, like, if this past season, if we had seen Ben Simmons start to play, like, you know, second, third year Ben Simmons, you know, like running up and down the floor, all star yeah. level, making crazy assists, doing all the shit, and we were just like, damn, like, I know this is fucked, but like, we kind of could use that. Like, that would be one thing, but like, he hasn't shown that at all. No. I don't like I I don't really have any confidence that he's going to get back to that level, and um, yeah, I just don't need it. Right, the don't con- need it. The consensus <laughs> is there hasn't been an ounce of regret of him leaving Philly, right? Oh hell no! So we don't need that. We bitch won ass that back. trade, even yeah. though Harden's been a, an asshole this entire offseason. Yeah. But I mean, he's been fun to watch at least play for a, for a little for <laughs> like a bit there. He's yeah. just mentally in a blender, you know, Ben Simmons. So we had can, that. We had that. Game one series in Boston. Uh, game game in Boston. one and game four. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that was that was kind of cool, I suppose. But yeah, I think two things with Ben Simmons. Right, the first thing I'll say is I can't ever have him back because I peed on his jersey, then immediately <laughs> threw it in the garbage the day we traded him. Yeah, so it's not really something you can come back from. So yeah, no. I just even if I wanted him back for for whatever reason, I can't say it. So yeah, I don't want him back. And then the second thing is, I think that he has potentially more upside than Harden because he is younger and could figure it out. But at the same time, nah, don't bring him back. The The optics would be awful. I mean, he probably still wouldn't play a game. He'd be afraid to play a game because as soon as he played a game, even with the Sixers uniform, we would boo him. He'd still yeah. get booed for a while. He would get right in that same mental state of, oh, yep, nope, can't do it. So, yeah, he should stay far, far away from this team. And... uh don't bring him back. Yeah, maybe him and uh, Harding can both play for the yeah. The is Shanghai there a, Tigers? Hold whatever. on, man. Could there be a three-way, a three-team trade between the Sixers, the Nets, and and I don't know who to get them both on the same team somewhere? Could you imagine yeah. that? Yeah, you probably have to get some Australian team involved, maybe <laughs> to send Ben to. Uh, and then yeah. Harden to a Chinese. Oh, we could have interleague trade trading, man. Yeah. Have a Chinese league and Australian team, or a Chinese team league, and a team in the Chinese league, <laughs> a team in the Australian league, and the Sixers pull off a three way trade. I'm telling you, man, Australia's probably got some ballers. I mean, Ben I mean, Simmons they got some guys. Was... I mean, Dybul was an Australian dude. Uh, that dude, um, um... Della Vadova. Mm hmm. Yeah, and isn't um is it what's it called? Stephen Adams. No, Stephen Adams, New Zealand. He's New Zealand. I mean, you know. Same oh, thing. Um, <laughs> Josh Giddy. Josh uh, Giddy's a baller. Yeah. Oh, is he Australian? He's Australian. Isn't uh, who is that guy on the Nets? Like the 
uh, he's like a shooter. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to sit here trying to think of his name, but I think there's another Australian guy who's like a. I don't know. They have some guys that can play basketball. Yeah, <laughs> let's send Ben no back to Australia and get all yeah. the good Australian players. Yeah, when you're playing, when you're when you're playing like grown up playing street ball against a bunch of kangaroos, you, you toughens you up, you know. Yeah, big it's, time. It's like uh, Mishkov playing hockey with the Russian grizzly with the bears. bears. Yeah, exactly. bears. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, fuck Ben Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. If I had another Ben Simmons jersey, I'd pee on it today, on the pod. Funny enough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we have one right here. No, I don't want any piss in my basement. <laughs> it's all carpeted. It'd yeah, be brutal. it's not good. <laughs> It'd be brutal. It's gonna take you got a, a toilet in there. We can just <laughs> cram it in there yeah. real quick. Yeah, just, <laughs> just leave the, the jersey sitting the top of the toilet. We'll all take turns. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then you got to, like, how are you going to get the jersey out? You can't flush that shit. It's going to fuck up my pipes. Put, put on some gloves, and we'll just dig it out and throw it in the trash like I did to mine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed too much work for Ben Simmons again already. Yeah, (laughs) that's like, I feel like in that in that scenario, Ben Simmons is one. Yeah, (laughs) like he's like we're we're like trying not to get piss on our fingers and like having to wear gloves and digging this thing out of the toilet. Now we're all just naked Pete on the jersey together. Quickly transfer. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of work. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Not worth it. He's not. (laughs) He's not worth doing that. It's not worth my urine. Yeah. Fucking Ben Simmons. About that shit. Um, so, the birds. Bird Bird gang, baby. Bird. Yeah, Bird gang. let's go. Yeah, man. Getting close. Only a, f- a few more sleeps. Oh, it's so like that Christmas game one, Day baby. approaching. Yep. Feels good. I mean, preseason is preseason, so not really cause for concern there. Well, that last game, man, I fell asleep before halftime. That was boring. yeah, that was really boring. Yeah. I mean, all the all the preseason games are boring, especially since like the Eagles have been very conservative with it, which I think is the smart way to go. I don't want to see any starters get season any injuries in preseason. Uh, but yeah, pretty brutal to watch the last the last one. Like I, I was. I lost interest pretty quickly, but shit's popping off. We're down to that fifty-three man roster. Mm-hmm. Any any um, cuts or non-cuts that you guys were surprised at, in- intrigued by? Um, actually, no. I mean, I wish they would have honestly just let go of Brent Covey and not put him on the practice squad. I don't think he really deserves a spot there, to be honest with you. Other than that, I think it was a pretty straightforward kind of catch and release or release and then catch because, you know, they always cut all these guys and then they know that they have guys yeah, on the wings that they're going to bring back. back. You know what I mean? Um, Wallace was a big tell for me, I guess. You know I mean? It's a lot of faith in the newer guys. I mean, Reed Blankenship owned that spot. Wallace hasn't really done anything from a safety position at all. Yeah. Um, and then the fact that Arizona picked him up, Maybe even more confident oh, that like, the dude isn't going to be shit anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't. I, I really do think matter. it's pretty cool that uh, Kevon Wallace's last act as an Eagle was getting Trent Williams kicked out of the. Oh NFC yeah, that's right. Game. Yeah, he, he was the one. To the ground. He was the yep. one talking. Sh- yeah. 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 So. Uh, well, he'll always, that was he'll always be an Eagle for that. Yeah. Thank you for your service, sir. That was his Good NFC luck. Championship highlight right there. Was yeah. getting absolutely bodied by Trent Williams. But he got him <laughs> ejected. So yeah, that was cool. Um. Yeah, I don't know if there were any big cuts for me that were. 
I was kind of surprised they cut Sipas, even though I was sitting here in this seat or a different seat. There's a different chair, but yeah. same position. <laughs> Reminder again, week. we got the chairs, baby. <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. can, if you can't tell. But yeah, last week I was sitting here in this spot talking all that shit about how I didn't like him. But once they cut Zetner, I thought we were gonna be stuck with Sipas. Yeah. Do they think? Do we think they're just? I mean, is he like? cleared waivers or whatever and they were could possibly bring sure. him back at this point or... i would think so i mean yeah a team would have picked him up. we would have heard if someone picked yeah, him up i mean i don't now. know who the fuck would be picking him up so i find they it, could just sign him back i don't think i was surprised at him being cut i think i was surprised when he got cut like i'm surprised he was even back at camp to be honest with you like i think he should have just been totally donezo and gone um I don't see why. Yeah. I would think that maybe they it cut him. It feels like it shouldn't be that hard to find a better punter. Well, you know? but there is that guy who. That's why I feel like I feel like punter is the one position you could do like a fucking invincible thing. But dude, <laughs> wasn't it last year when Sipos Sipos got hurt and we brought in Brett Kern and he was yeah, ass? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the market's not really just... great. But you know who's out there, not which is punting. a potential kind of. Tricky guy right there, but the dude that Buffalo drafted in the second round. Yeah, I was thinking about him. He they drafted did, the punter in the second round. Well, the guy had that case, you know, about the whole rape oh, thing going down, but he did yeah. get cleared. It, but apparently, yeah, I will say about that, like, I mean, it's a, a of, sticky situation. A lot of times, that kind of stuff, it's like, well, I don't know, man. But like, I feel like what came out about that is that it wasn't just like a, a he said, she said. That, like, there was like footage and shit and it was pretty much proven that he wasn't even there right this was happened this happened it's a terrible uh, disgusting yeah. thing that i don't want to was... like make light of anything like it was not like, at all the whole situation's awful it's... i could just see this person just like not remembering who was there at the time just like mistakenly identifying this guy who wasn't yeah. there so nothing against like anybody no but I'm, like right. it seems like with the evidence we have it does kind of seem like this guy is did not actually do not anything. the guy that was there I mean, doing the took thing. a chance on josh sills and he was innocent uh michael vick yeah, yeah. Well, Michael I mean, Vick did his I time. I, I'm just saying though, know. is that like I'm, I'm we're cool with giving guys a second yeah, chance no, when I, doing things. And how this guy, even said that about the other guy, Isaiah Rogers, will get who's to. suspended. Yeah, yeah, but I think that the market for punters isn't necessarily. There's really no market at all. There's no punters out there. And if this guy who was hitting 90 yard punts had an unfortunate mix up with a disgusting crime and ended up not being anywhere near that. That I think that that'd be your guy that maybe they're going to sniff around. Other than that, I guess they bring back, I guess they bring back Sipos, but I don't. I couldn't tell you who else is out there. I have no clue. As a man. fucking punter, yeah. I, I not mean, exactly a. I don't really have my eye on the punter beat. You don't, you <laughs> no, don't follow punalytics on Twitter. It's not yeah. super important, but like it clearly. I mean, you know, Dude, it's a thing it, you don't it think did about. Not can, it didn't help our chances winning the Super no. Bowl last yeah. year. Having You're, you think it doesn't matter until it matters. It's man. a guarantee. It's almost like a you know like kicker and like long snapper, like fucking the guy that holds the shit. Like you don't think about that, but then at the end of the day, like well, it's the little things that you need to be able to get hello, good field position, and all that stuff. So that was weird. But if if that's the biggest cut, that is the biggest yeah. question mark. I honestly feel great. I feel since. Whenever it was March or whatever it was, I feel confident about this team. Oh, April thirtieth. April, you know. I yeah, mean, the day the Broads rerun. I'm not going to forget that. I think that, I remember uh, this in three years. It'll be like <laughs> April thirtieth. Pat said we we're going to win the Super Bowl. If it works out, that'd not. be an amazing call. I'd be happy about that. But I feel great. Um, yeah. 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 About, I was hoping. I, mean, I think we're on. like second in the odds, so it would be like. You know, it wouldn't be like the most. Yeah, it amazing. wouldn't be very surprising. <laughs> but what were the odds April thirtieth though? 
probably the same. Know, probably nah, same. Well, I anyway, right now the Chiefs are or like plus six hundred. I think the Eagles are at like either anywhere from plus six fifty to plus seven fifty, depending on where you look. I was kind of holding on hope to see what the Jonathan Taylor shit shaked out to be, though. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Well, I think I was so he's curious. just on PUP, right? Yeah, so I think he can't play for the first four games. Yeah. Glad Damn, that's wild, dude. I was thinking about they it. They had a, a chance, whether he got traded or not, to take him off the pup list, whether he was going to stay with them or not. But I, I think their fear was is that if they took him off the pup list and he got traded, he could play right away, where they were like, if he's going to play at all, he'll play for us. But they were afraid that he would yeah. so they kept them on seems like knowing... they haven't really gotten any like really serious trade offers for him yet like apparently Miami, uh, Miami made an offer but like the Colts wanted Jalen Waddle for him yeah <laughs> it's like okay no yeah, way. it's not no. serious and I think there was some other team today that said Green that Bay were... Green Bay okay yes yeah. yeah, so they're also in on him I don't know what they they have to the offer. birds kicked the bucket around but Howie ain't gonna be giving up any main players. It was no, gonna be like a fourth, fifth. Unless, it, unless uh, yeah. Derek Barnett, who's asking. Uh, for well, a when trade. I saw that, I was like, maybe you know they want to ship Derek Barnett out, but fuck, he can leave too. Get out of here! I don't give a shit about that guy. <laughs> yeah, Derek Barnett. Uh, I guess was uh, granted uh, the permission per- permission yeah. to seek a trade. Doesn't look like anything's uh, percolating there. Why yet, would though. a team want him? Weird. Yeah, I mean, I don't I know. If you're, that team that, if you're a team that really has like very little uh, pass rush, no edge rushers, then surprise, Arizona. I mean, he's going to cost ass. you more yards and penalties than right. he's going to gain you in sacks. <laughs> yeah, if we're maybe. being honest here. Yeah, that is a good point. I'm surprised Jonathan Gannon didn't say, I'll take him. Right. Yeah. He already got Wallace, who's an absolute liability at safety anyway. Oh, dude, speaking of Jonathan Gannon, <laughs> did you see the? Uh, the quote of his where he was like, uh, we're not going to reveal who we're starting a quarterback week one to, yeah. to preserve our competitive advantage. Dude. <laughs> and it's like two like backups that no one's ever heard of. It's well, like, you just cut okay, your number buddy. one backup. Yeah. What it's the, like, who, who are the two guys? It's like Josh, Josh Dobbs. Dobbs and uh, someone like tuned. Uh, I don't remember the other guy. Yeah, exactly. How could you? <laughs> you yeah. None of us know his <laughs> fucking name. But I it's only like, know Josh hey, Dobbs because I Googled it. Dude, yeah, I Jonathan Gannon seems like he's going to be one of the most hilarious head coaches Dude, in the league. How many games? Like, what is their over under? I be think like, it's like three and a half. I was going to yeah. say two and a half. It's like the lowest in Bad. like twenty years. It's like, Bad. It's, yeah, it's I would take the under yeah. without knowing their schedule. I would take the under. Yeah, it's going to be bad. It's going to be real. There's there. I just, did. T- I did take Marquise Brown in one of my leagues because he will be their number one. He's going to be their number that's one receiver on a team that's going to be behind a lot, and they're going to be throwing. It's just a matter if they have someone who's like borderline competent enough to actually yeah, throw can them, get the ball. them the ball. Can get him we'll ten we'll yards. See. I don't know, man. They got Uncle Rico back there throwing that shit around. <laughs> 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 but yeah, Johnny Gans, man. But I dude, hope. I just, I just love the idea of him like coaching this like abysmal, awful team, and him trying to act all like sly about shit like this. So funny. You He's got like Buddha Baker just. Kicking shit left and right, dude, yeah. just pissed on that defense. He's not gonna be playing like that. Hold up, getting hurt or just taking. He's just gonna be doing. Yeah, I just I can just see him like just drawing up all these like weird schemes and stuff with all these like. He's gonna play a safety thirty yards off the line of scrimmage yeah. like he always does. It's dude. like yeah, we're yeah, we're uh, we're breaking the rules and rewriting the game over here in Arizona, baby. Yeah, 
with the worst team in the league. Yeah, Zach Ertz is still on the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor Zach Ertz. Well, he man. said he's like, oh, yeah, my uh, ACL, I'm still nursing that thing back real quick. Good they're like, for they him. Start yeah, I would one. not he was be like, in any move. Any, I mean, any, yeah. Maybe one of their top pass catchers. They got no one else. I mean, yeah, I guess Rondell Moore is still there. Uh, he's he's okay. But he's, he's just, like, you know, whatever. They lost DeAndre Hopkins, obviously. Well, yeah. Yeah, uh, I drafted him in fantasy. Let's go Titans. Bad. But birds, <laughs> but the birds. I mean, they feel good. I mean, you start off with the Patriots coming up. Tom Brady day. I would love it if they just had Nick Foles on the sideline that day too. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be amazing. Just... A great flex. But the back of the jersey just says Big Dick Nick, not even Foles. It's just his. You know what I mean? Uh that'd be great. Yeah, that would be a good time. Um. Oh yeah, I guess we got to talk about the the trade. Mm. Oh yeah. Wait. How do you say his uh, name? Let me play the. I found a video that showed you guys play his name, which I played like uh, like minutes before I did the intro, and I think I may have still fucked it up. But let me hmm? see if I can find this. Agweg. Uh, Albert O, dude. Big O. Yeah, Big O. There you go. He's six five two something. So peaceful. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, it's all warped, dude. He's in the fish tank. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's how you say his name. Aqueg Banam. Aqueg Banam. I think that's it. I think that's it, too. Aqueg Banam. Aqueg Banam. That's how... Yo, when you look at it spelled out on screen, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Oh, wait. Aqueg Banam. The guy kind of gets a little sexy on the end for no reason, but... A quick but nah. Yeah, he holds that M a little too I don't, know, I don't know why it sounds weird. A quick but nah. My gunshot effect is sounding fun. Maybe it's YouTube because it's video. Yeah. Probably slowing things down. But yeah, Albert yeah, 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 Aquegbanam. Aquegbanam, yeah. I love that tool. Albert O, I think is what he's yeah, going to be called. <laughs> yeah, so you've seen on his jersey, it says Aquegbanam. Junior, junior. yeah. <laughs> he had them at Junior. <laughs> What a what a big ball move, dude! When thirteen letters couldn't get long enough on the back strap, it was like, <laughs> all right, cool. Let's add a little Jr. on there. Was this, all, man. Was his dad a player? Uh, I have no clue. Just you know, that name doesn't really. I feel ring like a, a lot bell. of times when you get Junior on the jerseys because they're, uh, you know, yo, who was it? Oh, Marcus Morris Senior. Uh, no, not, not related to football, but yeah, Steve yeah. Smith. Steve Smith had his. Yeah. Why was well, Steve Smith can do it every once? He's yeah. a fucking G. But yeah, I guess Marcus Morris is from Philly, so technically we should be cool with him. But why would you put senior on your jersey? It's like your son may or may not be an NBA player. Who knows? He's right. not right now, so no need to put senior. Right. But Joey, I'm sorry, Joey Porter Jr. That shit looks cool. Mm-hmm. Old Quake Benam Jr. I mean, respect. That's unnecessary, That's man. a shout-out to your pops, but, like, ain't nobody know who your dad is. Yeah. yeah. No one's trying to read 15 letters on a jersey, either. No. no disrespect. But I like to pick up. I mean, what did we give? A seventh-round pick? You swapped a sixth, sixth for round? a seventh. Okay, yeah. not bad. That's pretty much it, yeah. And we got a fifth to the f- fourth to a fifth. Uh, no surprise there. Rager got cut by the Vikings, so we that pick, that would have been a fourth if he played some time this year. Turn into a fit. Oh, thanks a lot, Rager. Yeah, yeah. again, letting us down. Bum. Yeah, yeah, dropping the ball yet again. Years later, still letting us down. Yeah. The opposite Although, of the gift that keeps Brent, giving. No, I'm kidding. If, with Covey be well, we picked up Covey, but if Don't Covey bring him get... back to start muffin punts. <laughs> it's bad enough we don't have a punter. We're going to bring in a guy that can't catch a punt. Yeah, that would have been a bad look right there for sure. Ugh. 
But no surprise. I did see the video of like everybody working out the backup kicker shit with like Mariota kicking the ball for the field goal. The dude, a oh, yeah, he shanked it. He real can't bad. throw the ball to make the team. They're like, well, let's see if he can kick the ball. Can't yeah. kick the ball at all. He's Someone's like, can't like, do anything. Yeah, <laughs> he's just frustrated. Mm-mm. Yeah, but yeah, man, they look good. Yeah, they uh, they kept a, a decent amount of their uh, cornerbacks. They're like very Yo, deep Eli Ricks, Eli it, Ricks, he had a great preseason. Yeah, real good. I like him. Undrafted. They're kind free of agent. like I feel like they're kind of, they're kind of light at safety and linebacker, but they're deep in cornerback. <laughs> real light, which like kind of like suggests that like which kind of makes sense because you figure they have uh, you know Bradbury and uh, Slay there who are great, but not getting any younger. So you figure you might want to like rotate more people in more often. Keep their legs fresh because I know like last year toward the second half of the season, Slay kind of started to peel off a little mm-hmm. bit. He's probably playing a little too much, so yeah. hopefully this will be able to keep everybody fresh, keep them healthy. Again, you hope that front seven just makes it easier for the old guys back there. I mean, if you're, I also thought it was weird that they really only have two true linebackers on the roster, but they labeled like Hassan Reddick, Nolan Smith. Like three or four yeah, other like Patrick guys, Johnson or yeah, someone. three or yeah. four other defensive ends or edge rushers as linebackers, so it's not that big. But really, you have like seven defensive linemen, you know, Probably and then guess. two linebackers, and then like I don't know how many corners they got, and then a couple safeties. But I see uh, the side doing a weird kind of setup where we have with Jim Schwartz, where you're dropping in a guy like Malcolm Jenkins in to, to help do nickel stuff. They're gonna have to, yeah. The, the concern with that is, is as teams start to catch on, they're just going to come out in, like, 12 personnel and 13 personnel and run it down our throats. Yeah, but, I, I mean, you get a healthy – the thing is, you catch that run, they get a healthy Jordan Davis, Fletcher – that defensive front could be – I know last – it's hard to get better than 70-sack team, but from just an all-around defensive front standpoint, if they could get that – average uh, yards per rush down two or three yards and get like 55 sacks. Yeah. That yeah. pretty nasty. I'm glad that they signed uh, Mauro Ojomo. I was happy about that too. Yeah, I like him, Mauro Ojomo. Yeah, I like Mauro Ojomo. But uh, yeah, I think my concern is with the, the lack of linebacker depth is, is if one of these guys gets hurt, then well, what? <laughs> like you're just stuck playing nickel for the rest of the game and then you just – Sign a guy off the street and hope he can play. Like, Howie's good with that, though. I think that Howie's shown in the last two years, too, is that he knows how to, like, he he's almost got phases of keeping tabs on the market of players where, like, he was able to bring in Linval Joseph and Damakasu, who, yeah, they're older in their career, didn't really do a whole lot, but they both got two sacks on their way out and played the Super Bowl and yeah. stopped the run. So he's got tabs. I think Damakasu is always a big name people see, and they're fine with that, but, like, Linval Joseph, I I didn't see that one coming, and they scooped him up. Yeah, and there's no doubt in my mind that if anyone dropped on that defensive front, they would come back here in a heartbeat for yeah, a final. Yeah, I think they're both free agents. That's yeah, true. they definitely are. But yeah, we'll see what they end up doing about linebacker. They'll probably end up playing a lot of big nickel with a a linebacker rotating in as the third nickel, or I'm sorry, a safety rotating mm-hmm. in as the third nickel. Probably end up putting a safety at second linebacker sometimes. Not great, but have Sydney to hope Brown? none of these. You just have to hope none of these guys gets hurt. I guess Sidney Brown could be playing linebacker the way that guy's built. Honestly, that's true. Yeah, he's he's pretty stocky. He's brolic. But we'll yeah. see, man. Trevor, I'm surprised you haven't brought up your your gambling boy. Oh yeah, yeah. our uh, new cornerback. Yeah, Isaiah Rogers. <laughs> Isaiah Rogers, boy. baby. Yeah, and slick. 
Nice uh, sneaky move, I I think, by Howie. Uh, signing... You like a gambler. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, yeah, he's <laughs> a fellow degenerate. <laughs> I can get down with that. Um, but yeah, and he's like good. He is. And like, he's, he doesn't count against the cap this year. We'll just have him next year. And um, yeah, could solidify that cornerback uh, spot even more. Was he a first round pick, second round pick? First round, wasn't he? I thought he was a second. I'm not sure. Second? Had to check. So but, pretty um, good pick for no cost, really. Yeah, yeah, I mean, how he's playing chess while other GMs are playing checkers. Well, the GM you know from saying? the Saints said this week, he was like, whenever you're in a room with Howie, you got to make sure your hands are in your pockets. Because otherwise, even if it's a friendly conversation, he always walks out of that with something. He's like, you got to mm-hmm. be on your P's and Q's. You might think you got a deal. And it makes sense because the last couple of years, I mean, you look at the Malcolm Jenkins trade, the Darren's, I mean, the Saints, too. We've been owed the Saints every time we work a deal with them, too. Yeah, Even uh, Street, we just yeah, got, we got one. Yeah, we got Boston good. Scott from the Saints. That is a Boston good point. Boston Scott, yeah. Street, uh, who's a D lineman who we picked up, who had five or six sacks last year, too. Got him for, like, nothing. We tried to send him Doran balls when he was about to die. Yeah. I wonder if Howie, <laughs> what he was doing there. Went to the physical. They were like, damn, man, you guys got it's fucking. like, damn, now he tried to pull the wool over on mm-hmm. our our eyes on this one. But that one aside, yeah, how he has kind of just owned the Saints in these trades over the years. I mean, he typically just fleeces the league. Nobody, since he, since Chip Kelly left, and we could talk about that next week, but I think Howie's got some kind of gear click where he's just on a, it's a never-ending prove it year and yeah. i love that about him like he's got that same grit that the players play with of like oh we didn't get where we wanted to do we're gonna keep doing it like the gm to have your gm do that it's pretty amazing to see from yeah. an unassuming howie roseman yeah this quiet or not i guess i don't know if he's quiet or not but soft, not he's he's kind of like soft-spoken like kind of unassuming like small in stature you wouldn't really expect him to know a whole lot about football. Like, we seen him on the street at mm-hmm. Nick's engagement party. Remember, we seen him riding his bike? I, I wasn't there that day, but oh, yeah, he I've was heard just, this story. He just seemed like a rather just normal, unassuming guy riding his bike. Like, I know that voice, and it's Howie Roseman, about the same size as me, riding a bike. And, uh, yeah, you wouldn't expect that guy to be a football genius, but he is. He's just runs the league, man. This was a great move to pick Isaiah Rodgers up. Guy isn't going to play for a year, but hey, he'll be fresher because of it. He'll come back hungry because of it. Yeah, man. We'll have these cornerback holes probably. Look like, I mean, everyone's big on Calvin Ridley this year. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the that's the, that's the move. You got to you got to yeah. get suspended for gambling, then you come back and really fucking just explode right. on the league, man. You take a year off, you train, you work out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he can't work out in the facility, and they can't talk to him for a year. But you just got to hope. And if it doesn't work out. Yeah, you didn't pay anything. They had nothing for it, right. really to it. Yeah, it's like uh, very, very low risk. And that's the stuff that Howie's always been good at, right? Like finding guys, whether it's via trade option or whatever, and finding free agents to pick up here and there. And I feel like his biggest knock was always the draft. And now that he's the last couple of years, has oh, we figured out he's been killing it. Now yeah. that he's figured out that the SEC exists, he's like, yeah, he it's to, like, finally come to like. Be wow. drafting players from Oregon and shit. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to be drafting guys from TCU or fucking, you know, Mississippi, some kind of local random, like, state college here. Like, dude, you got the SEC is the factory here of NFL talent. Now that he's doing that, no GM stands a chance. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think he's got the job security that he can just take these chances to if he wants to. Mm-hmm. Like the Isaiah Rogers chance. Like some GMs, like I was saying before, some GMs are just in fear of if I make this Ownership move and it somehow or... backfires, yep. that's my job. How he knows that Jeffrey has got his back. Jeffrey trusts him and that if he screws up once or twice, so be it, man. You've done enough good for us for this city. You've brought us Super Bowl, brought us to another one. Everyone's going to make a mistake every now and again, but can you make up for that mistake with enough other moves than he has? You look at that Carson Wentz trade. Look at who we got from that. Yeah. Jordan Davis, A.J. Brown. Carson Wentz, who is still not in the league. Still practicing in his Washington Colts and Eagles gear. (laughs) You got Jordan Davis, A.J. Brown, and Jalen Carter for getting rid of – I mean, I, I, I can't think of a better GM move. Honestly, in the last decade. Yeah. That is remarkable, especially if Jalen Carter is half the guy he was in college. Yeah, that could I mean, be... everyone's talking him up. Like, yeah, all it seems the like players he's going to Like, uh, I think it was um, Rashad Penny was quoted as saying that, like, he hasn't seen anything like this since uh, Aaron Donald. No. They're talking about baby Rhino. I, mean, I don't know what that fucking means, but I'll take it. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I Got. mean, like, you know, it's been said a lot that, like, if it wasn't for all, like, the shit that was going on with him very well could have went one overall. Yeah. So Dallas Goddard's like, I don't even want to, like in practice, I grab him for a second and I'm like, I'm not, this is a business decision. I'm not getting involved in this shit. Yeah. Like the dude's just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I love it. And that's the fun thing in preseason, I guess, to wrap up the preseason stuff is that it's fun to see that the guys that they drafted that way are penetrating these O-linemen and stuff like that that are also fighting for a job. And the Colts damn near had their starting O-line for better part of the whole game to be honest with you and they were still getting penetration yeah quentin nelson was playing that yeah. game i'm like what the hell anthony richardson i mean thankfully is a good mobile quarterback and probably will be a really good quarterback in this league and but they were getting pressure on him he was able to sneak out and do some jalen hurt shit here and there by that way but imagine those guys then with graham and cox and hassan reddick i mean <laughs> pick your poison someone's gonna eat that day your pass rush should be really good. I can't wait. My but nipples you, are hard. <laughs> I guess we'll have more like Eagles preview, like season preview stuff next week, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Marlon, we know you're listening, yo. <laughs> this seat's ready, baby. <laughs> Speaking of hard nipples, should we talk about the... Uh, <laughs> the, oh. the, the, the go on to our... Uh, the naked bike ride? Yeah, yeah. That, what was that, this weekend? Was that yeah, was that kind of, was what, Saturday? That was... Saturday, yeah. yeah, yep. Yeah, I was up in New York. I didn't see it. Yeah, Yo, hold it. up. We got to talk about the pub. Oh, yeah. We went to the mm. pub. Damn. Yeah, we we went to the pub on Friday. What would you think of the pub? That was great. I uh, I had never been there before, even though I like grew up close to there. That was your first time? Yeah. Oh, tell us all about it, baby. What'd oh, you it get? It's great. It's good. I like their the big cocktails. So they give you a little yeah, side glass. Cocktails are insanely strong, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This is the thing. is like They actually... Kind of fucked up my steak. I think they just like there was some kind of communication issue because I ordered it medium rare and it came out. And I'm pretty sure it was like medium well. Oh, came, for real? Because it was like, yeah, I was oh, like, there's definitely something fucked up here. But I had already had like two or three cocktails, <laughs> so it didn't occur to me to like say anything about it until I was like halfway done eating it. So I was like, I guess I'm just gonna eat. Well, the rest yeah, of- at that point, I was <laughs> like, I can't really, I can't eat half the steak and be like, excuse me, I believe. <laughs> I believe this was uh, not cooked correctly. Yeah, it's not like an old-fashioned. Uh, like, oh, yeah, okay. uh, 
I'd like to take this back so that I could have one and a half steaks. <laughs> uh, yeah, but cool place. Would definitely go back. Yeah, I only thought. What'd you get? I got prime rib. Mm-hmm. I usually I'm usually a ribeye yeah, guy. I got maybe, the ribeye. I got like the special like. Maybe this is why like I didn't like it as much. So I'm usually a ribeye guy. I have this rule where I don't get the same thing as someone else at my table. Granted, there were like 17 of us there, so yeah, it's pretty be, tough. There's yeah. gonna be some overlap. <laughs> You're gonna be like, I'm gonna get uh, Caesar salad yeah. and, uh, but and a chicken, some bread? quiche. <laughs> You and Dean both got the ribeye. Yeah. And, like, I was willing to get the same thing as one other person. Hey, well. That's... Not two. So I got the prime rib. It's only okay. I give it this. It was above average. I'll say that. It was six and a half out of ten. Why was it? What, what did you like about it? Mm, I asked for, for medium rare, and it was medium. Yeah, see, it's like, I think they, did you get the thin one or the big boy? Oh, it was a big boy. Did you get the cowboy one? Did you get like the regular, like the. No, it was whatever the the chef special was. Yeah, yeah. But it was still good, but yeah, should have stuck with a ribeye. But then here's what I wanted to talk about, man. Our orders were all fucked up. Oh, that guy. Our server, man. Dude, he looked like he was on fucking. like like I feel like it, like we were really transported back to the eighties because oh, yeah. both the decor and also this guy looked like he was on Quaaludes, mm-hmm. the little carpeted rug <laughs> like, with the little roller thing. Yeah, dude, dude. he was. Next he almost level. spilled a drink on her baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So shout out Emily. She was there with Sylvie, her eleven month old, and we're ordering drinks. And he came like inches away from just dropping a glass bottle. Was on it a her bald head. kind of guy? Tall, no. older, nah. white guy? No, it was like nah. a young guy. It looked uh, like he was like first or second day on the job. At least that's what it seems like. Stressing. He didn't expect this table to come in. Yeah, he mm. was he was a little uh, overmatched. Yeah, he kept forgetting people's drinks. Yeah, we ordered. We, so me and like another person ordered like a couple Miller Lights. And he comes out with it on the tray and spills them. And like they fall over <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck, like <laughs> clean it up. And then he just never brings any more back. Like they're just like, those are gone now. And they were on our bill at the end. <laughs> so yeah, we had, to, we like, had to point that out to him. Yep. We had to be like, can you please take off the three drinks that you <laughs> spilled to the ground and never brought the second one out to us? But, you know, still made the whole experience. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah it's it always an experience fun. when you go to the pub. Do you hit the salad bar? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bar is yeah. you can make a whole dude. meal out oh, of the salad. Man, that's your yeah. Rocks. yeah, yep. Yeah, I had a couple salads, man. Mm-hmm. I like that they have like uh, you know regular salad, but they also have like pasta salad there. It's a Caesar salad. salad. When they bar. say salad bar, it's, it's to the all max. kinds of salads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good shit. Oh man, but I yeah, love the, yeah, I love the random like the fucking like suits of armor they have in the, the oh decor. yeah, dude, the it's medieval as hell up yeah, in there. Yeah, it's so weird. They got the moose. They got a little arcade up in there, and they have like a side bar. You could go to like the oh, bar that's bar. where we were drinking. Yeah, we were hanging out there yep. before our reservation kicked yep. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I got a tequila and soda. Like usually, you get a tequila and soda. It's soda and a splash of tequila, right? This one was tequila. <laughs> and literally like a drop of soda i was drinking i was like damn this shit's strong it feels like just straight tequila we, we pre-gamed we had like a beer before we got to the pub i might have had two and then like between that and the drink i was like woo I'm they hit like, i'm like three four out of ten already mm-hmm. yeah they do it right there that way they get you a nice little buzz going you get a little 
martini or an old fashioned. They give you like the drink and then the little side drink. Yep. That's the best part. Yeah. So yeah, listeners, Airport Circle, Pensacola, New Jersey. You got to check out the pub. If anyone works at the pub is listening, aside from our server, we appreciate y'all and would love to do a live pod there. And server man, we appreciate you too. Just please don't drop beers on babies. <laughs> But yeah, we can get to the hard nipples now. Sorry, I, w- I wanted to uh, talk yeah. about the pilot or the pub a little bit. Yeah. So I, it's funny. I the past like, I feel like the past like two or three years before this, I have like inadvertently run into the naked bike ride while just like being out and about, what? not realizing it was going around. There was one day where it was literally just like, whatever day it was, and I was just like bored. There was nothing going on. And I was like, I'm gonna go for a long walk. Just I'm, I like I like walk from here. Like I walked all the way up to like Center City walk all over the place and sure enough i like run right into the fucking <laughs> naked bike ride are people actually naked yeah like butt they ass got naked? like uh they the they bike. like they like paint so like women will like paint their their breasts and their titties and shit like with stuff but like they're not wearing a bra necessarily some people are some what people down here usually like a pair of like a like underwear like a thong some, or of, the, some of them are some like, people are butt naked yeah or they'll have berries comfortable no, it seems awful. The best part is that they ride the city bike, so like, oh, they that do? should be illegal. So the next day, people are going to work. Oh man, like that should be. They just... should be getting pulled over, and uh, that's vulgar. Yeah, they should be getting pulled over by my favorite people, the Philadelphia Parking Authority. Oh yeah, why <laughs> the PPA? They're not parked. They're oh, yeah. riding. I know it's a different different jurisdiction, I suppose. I don't know. I do. Uh, uh, I hate the naked bike ride. I find it to Very... be odd. I don't. I mean, it, it's a thing, I guess. I mean, I I'm don't just really... like, look, I don't, I didn't agree to be exposed to this. <laughs> this is, I did not consent to, uh, uh, you know, any of this. Like, look, there's a thing. It's like, <laughs> if, if you were just like in some enclosed area, if you were at like a bar at a restaurant or something, and some guy just like went in there and like pulled his dick out, it would be like a scandal. It'd be like, this guy, what a, what a fucking, uh, what a creep. What a degenerate pervert. You put this man in jail. But when it's like a whole armada well, there's, of cocks, there's, uh, that's know. okay. That's why I'm asking if they're actually naked. Yeah, like, I mean. If they're are, yeah. somewhat covered, no, you, know, no, you can't really do anything. No, it's, mostly, it's mostly, you know, exposed parts of your body for sure. But like, you know, I mean, people got like glitter on their dick or like glitter on their tits. So like you can't really see. I mean, you can see. It's like when you do the, like the what painted body shit. You know if what I mean? If I put glitter on my finger, I can still tell it's a finger. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, you can still. It is what it is. But on a bike, like you know, you're riding your bike. Like you don't really Hold like. Hold up. How is riding a bike naked comfortable on your balls? That sounds horrible. Yeah, it sounds. Everything about it sounds. Getting all bad. sweaty, then your balls stick to the seat. Well, we left. We went to. We went to go to brunch. I helped my cousin move out of on Saturday morning. Then I met up with Hannah and uh, Becky for brunch at park and then on the way out the like main the hostess was like so just so you know uh the naked bike ride is going to come by soon so if you want to like wait inside for a little bit we were like hell no like i'm gonna go out there see that shit real quick so we went outside for a minute waited like 15 minutes nobody came by so like oh this sucks so we just went home but we were gonna try to see it just to see what uh, you know what was up i guess but apparently they all go like that little group, that little gang goes to, like, a park afterwards, and they all, like, drink and fuck and do whatever. <laughs> it's just a giant orgy? Well, you know, it's, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. game's a game I out know, there. I know, it smells crazy in there. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. 
The best dude, part. Oh, disgusting. Man. Dude, I don't even want to see. <laughs> I don't even want to see. I don't even like people walking around barefoot, dude. I'm like, not Ew. a. I'm not a. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of body negative, I guess. <laughs> what about a sandal? You like a sandal? That's fine. I mean, look, oh, it depends. My bad. I was like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, you know, I'm pretty like progressive left wing kind of guy but i would say like the one thing that would turn me into some like crazy fox news uncle is if like they started letting people like like come into restaurants barefoot or something that would make me lose my shit how do you feel about the beach <laughs> no that's right there's a time and a place you know what i'm saying there's a time and a place Just not the city on all that sand sands dirt and like yeah it's like you know naked i'm just saying like you know yeah unless you're on one of those beaches which like, but you gotta you gotta choose to be. Yeah, there. I don't that's, mind a nude beach if you're if that's what you're into. Then that's you go the there. rules, dude. But yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, don't need, don't need uh, naked people riding bikes. I just find it funny that me. like if you're the guy that rides the bike the next day to go to work, and then like you go in the office and you don't realize that it was worn by some big man with like glitter on his balls and shit. And you got glitter you just, on your you crotch just, like, all take, day. Yeah. Yeah. You just like take, uh, you just like grab one of those city bikes, and there's like a bunch of like glitter on the seat. It's yeah. Like, where did this come from? What is this? What is this? It's all squeaky, dude. Yeah. But I will say, I always, I always think about how funny it would be if there was, you know, you ever watch like, you know, like one of these big bicycle races, like the Tour de France, and like yeah. someone like fucks something up, and there's this huge pile of. <laughs> I always thought like that'd be <laughs> if that happened during mess. the naked bike ride, like that would be the funny, like it would be like brutal. Like, oh. there would be blood on the streets. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but it would be extremely funny. I would love to, to be able to witness that for sure. That would just, be a great, just weird, naked, just sweaty like dog people's, pile. Just people's balls caught up <laughs> in the gears. Oh. Oh, fuck <laughs> that. Fucking. Oh, skin, Ugh. your everything, just your belly. Just run over. Oh, God, dude. All them potholes and shit. And then you're, oh, you know, exposed to like all the shit in your. I'm imagining yeah, so, being so, a woman and having a pedal up your vagina, dude. Someone, so, someone like makes the mistake and accidentally takes the route up 11th Street with the trolley tracks that are like unused. Oh, so God. they got those like that's like the like the uh, danger zone for bikes because they always get stuck in the yeah. trolley tracks. People just getting dicked on their bike naked. Yeah, fuck that. Nah, I don't know. Couldn't do it. I mean, Yo, respect the. I get. I mean, game's a game. I respect it. Whatever it is, it. Into, Why but... is this a thing? What I don't know. I'm not sure what the... you all know. Can I I'm not sure what the. Uh... I don't know. I, guess who... if it's... I don't know if it's supposed to be like a pro bike thing or. Uh... I think it's like a pro. I feel like you do this kind of shit in like Europe, and it's just people trying to be like Europe. You know, we in Europe though. We're a lot dirtier know, in Europe. I ain't riding around naked in Philly, man. Getting all that Philly dirt on me. It was hot Saturday yeah. too. It was humid. They probably out. do. They probably mostly do these in places where they keep this. They do street cleaning. It was like very <laughs> right. humid out. Like Amsterdam could be pretty cool. You got the river there, naked. There's just predominantly bikes everywhere anyway. But it was humid as shit on Saturday too. So like, yeah, it sounds really gross. That didn't sound like a fun ride. Not a fan. But it's a bunch of. Uh, I think it starts in like Fishtown or some shit like that. Yeah, which would. makes sense. The annual ride, this is from WHYY.org. The annual ride, which started in 2009, is billed as promoting cycling as a key form of transportation and fuel-conscious consumption. It is also meant to encourage body positivity. Organizers stress, however, that participants aren't required to ride completely in the buff, telling them to get as bare as you dare. So, I mean, I support, like, 
I mean, as a way to promote people riding bikes, I'm not sure that's the best way to go. Yeah, I support. It's like, if you're just, if you're a guy, if you're someone who's like on the fence about riding a bike, you're like, oh man, you know, these car payments are getting out of hand and the gas and this is becoming such a hassle. Maybe I should ride a bike and you walk out your door and you're like, these are the people that are fucking riding bikes. Do I really want to be associated with these perverts? (laughs) 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 These fucking... I mean, degenerates. I, I'm I all about for this. like being like conscious of the environment and like promoting sure, riding bikes. Yeah. But you gotta do it naked. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, just, I'm all nice, all well and good. I'm, uh, I'm not anti bike at all. I don't Dude, think it really bothers me. I have never seen it live, so it I'm doesn't really. Trying to ride a oh, bike naked. Well, have you don't it, have to have ride my it. sweaty butt stuck to the seat. My, my but the sweaty thing is, groin. it's like a camaraderie thing. Like, it's not just your sweaty ass and balls on the bike. There's like 50 other sweaty asses and balls. I guess 100 other sweaty balls. Why they got to use city bikes? Well, they don't for the people that are trying to be. I don't know that many people do that. I feel like there's more than you would think. That Those are meant for up. the people that, should... that are trying to be conscious of the environment. That's going to turn them off from using it. They're going to get in their Hummer and drive to work on yeah, Monday. Yeah, they're going to be like, oh, I was thinking about taking the city bike, but I'm afraid I'm going to get, like, uh, you know, crabs. Right. Sitting on this fucking dirty-ass seat that someone's balls are on. <laughs> I mean, Not for me, it. man. Hell no. Like, we don't yuck other people's yums. I won't really disrespect anyone that does the night naked bike ride but hey not for me i'm down the clown i give i give it a shot <laughs> yeah it's like oh, i was actually there <laughs> yeah, and yeah. i took one that yeah. i so so that glitter on the city bike that's actually that was for me and it's yeah. not glitter <laughs> <laughs> you just just threw threw some glitter on the bike afterwards just to disguise yeah it's stuck right to the sweat from my ass <laughs> there we go nothing to see here but more power to him. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird thing. In Philadelphia, you do the naked thing. Just put it on the list of things that Philadelphia does. That doesn't make sense. It's true. Yeah, Among we, many. Got the, we got the greasy pole. I love that they went by park, we though. Got, that is hysterical to me. That like You're going by Rittenhouse. Everybody's out there yeah. eating a nice little fucking I mean, I oysters that's, and shit. When I like ran into it one time, it was like kind of near Center City. I was just walking around, minding my own business, trying to go for a nice leisurely long walk and then get some exercise. Bam. Next thing you've seen, a couple cheeks. Yeah. A couple hairy cheeks. Ooh, hairy. Yeah, if I want to, like, look, I and I'm, I like taking a look at some cheeks. Don't get me wrong, but I like it to be on, <laughs> I like it to be on my own terms. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I don't want to be, su- <laughs> I don't want no surprise cheeks. Yeah. That's fair. I'm I'm with you. Yeah. Pat, pat, a surprise cheek could be fun. You know, you never know. Oh wait, oh wait, look at that. Who knows? Yeah. Sometimes. I'm like, John, is that you? No, I'm kidding. You know what I mean? But you know. Well, with that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I think this is gonna about wrap it up for us tonight. Uh please leave us a five star rating and a review wherever you get your podcasts. Send us an email at citywidepod at gmail.com. And from all of us here at the Citywide, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Peace. See ya.